You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us on Catholic Chicago Radio for today's program, Built on the Rock. I'm Vince Girasoli from the Archdiocese Communications Team. I'm in the studio today, but joining us by phone are your hosts, Father Berto Birchmans and Sandy Labouvi. Good morning. Good morning, Vince. Good morning. Good to hear your voice. Good morning, Vince. It's always good to hear your voices, too. So, we would like to welcome all our listeners to this monthly program for couples who are engaged, dating, or married, and we try to help them to build their marriages and their relationships on the rock that is Jesus Christ himself. And so, Sandy, here we are to an- for another show. Here we are. Can you believe it? It's December. This year seemed to have moved so slowly at one point in time, but I can't believe we are already facing... Um, December and Christmas and the New Year soon enough. Yes, I mean, we are just a week away from Christmas Eve, and it's unbelievable how, you know, even though it has been difficult, the time has moved on, and we are looking forward to a time of hope, the birth of the Lord. And uh, I know that the pandemic is going to change the way we celebrate. I don't know, Sandy, how are you going to celebrate? Do you know? Boy, I have to put some thought into that. I'm, uh, yeah, it's definitely going to look different. That's for sure. Um, we usually would have uh, gone to midnight mass, and you know that would begin kind of our traditional Christmas celebration with uh, with the boys. But uh, as you know, my my younger son has some asthma complications, and so we've been yeah. taking things very very carefully with this pandemic. And I don't think we're going to be in the church this year for Christmas. So it's going to be very different to partake of that from our, our living room, as we have been these Sundays so far. Um, I know. I probably, sh- probably should put a little more thought into maybe developing a new tradition <laughs> in lieu of some of the traditions that have to slip by the wayside because of this pandemic. But you I know, know what, even in the Father church, Brito, I mean, we have to celebrate life, Christmas very differently. These I mean, days and as different as I know our holiday celebrations are going to look, I want to really focus on the one constant, which is the birth of our Savior into this world. Um, and if we really think about what Christmas is about, that is what, what Christmas is all about, Christ coming to this world out of his love for us, becoming one with us um, to lead exactly. to our eternal salvation and joy with him in heaven eventually. So that's the, the, that remains the same. No pandemic can change that. Our traditions may look a little differently, but we're really going to focus on that that constant of Christ being born into our lives and our hearts this Christmas season. I know. I, I hope that all of us can keep that in mind. And yeah. uh, I always try to remember that this is the greatest gift that God gave us. In order to save us, he sent us his own son. And those words that we have heard so many times, John three sixteen, God mm-hmm. so loved the world that he sent his only son so that those who believe in him will have the power to become children of God. 
And so we have yeah. to celebrate the gift of God's love for us. And that is the reason why we exchange gifts with each other. You know, because God gave us the greatest of all gifts. And it's, it's kind of ironic, you know, you go to somebody's birthday, we give gifts to that person. But in Christmas time, instead of giving gifts to baby Jesus, we give gifts to each other. And that is the beauty of Christ's love, because he doesn't want anything for himself. Mm. He wants all of us to enjoy, to be happy on his behalf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in that well spirit said. of gift giving, well, you know, finally we have a gift that we can give to our listeners. Because yeah. of the pandemic, we haven't had a couple to interview for our show, because that was the original format of our show, always interviewing a married couple or an engaged couple so that we can learn from their experience, their story. And I think we have a wonderful couple today to interview. So maybe, Sandy, you can interview, uh, you can introduce them. Yes, yes. You, I was just going to say that talking about gifts is the perfect segue to introduce our couple today. Uh, what a gift um, it has been in my life getting to know uh, specifically um, Elizabeth over these past few months. And I'm so excited that she and her husband, Joe, um, have joined us today for our show. So welcome, Joe and Elizabeth. Yes. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be with you guys today. Yeah, it's so nice to have you on the show. And, and the format is, is a little bit different than what we anticipated when we first talked to you about coming on the show, where we would all be in the studio together. Um, but as been said at the, uh, at the beginning of our show, you know, he's, he's co-hosting this for us, um, thankfully, because none of us are now in the studio. So we do lose a little bit of the cues and the eye contact and the nonverbals, but uh, we appreciate you still being willing to join us by phone and tell us a little bit about your story. So I would like to begin with that, and I'll just toss it to both of you, either of you, whomever wants to speak. But what I think would be nice for our listeners is to just begin at the beginning when it comes to Joan and Elizabeth and let us know a little bit about your story, how you met, um, and how you ultimately came to know that this was your person. So, Joe, Elizabeth, go ahead. Okay, honey, you first. Me first? Okay. So, um, <laughs> um, probably starting at the point where I came over to Chicago for the second time and um, joined St. Paul of the Cross uh, Church again. That was in um, April 2014. And um, in that same year, I also joined in September the Bible study that was offered by the Kirkland family. Um, and with that, I met Judy and Jim DeBrock. And um, mm. that led into Donut Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> and with uh, Donut Sunday starting, I um, and that morning, morning um, Jim and Judy came for Donut Sunday as well. And so Judy said, well, uh, I would like to introduce you to my husband, Jim. And so Jim, right away, a little bit scruffy, he starts, well, guess what? I'm an usher in this parish. And how about that? Why don't you become an usher? We need some fresh meat for my old geezer usher group. <laughs> and so that is how, how that part started out. And um, I think it took like the Super Bowl the next year, somewhere in February, um, until I really could join the usher group. Because first Jim and his wife went on vacation and I was gone in Germany visiting my family. And um, so, yeah, it was that uh, Super Bowl Sunday in February um, when I then was at an early 7.30 Mass. 
and Jim walked over to Joe and said, Joe, I got you a new usher for your usher group. Mm. And, yeah, I think, Joe, you take over from that part. <laughs> Telling mm-hmm. the okay, rest of yeah. The so, so I've actually been in the parish since day one. So um, I was born in 1961. I have all my sacraments through St. Paul the Cross, grew up in Park Ridge, born and bred type of person. And I've been an usher since I've been 18 and mm-hmm. was given the ranks of kind of heading up the 7 o'clock at the time, which is now the 7.30 Mass. And yes, on Super Bowl Sunday, Elizabeth joined our crew. Unfortunately, the little kind of ironic part was the first initial meeting um, It probably was not the best that I would probably have presented myself. So at the time... <laughs> I was going through what we call licensing. I'm actually a banker, and mm-hmm. we were going through licensing, which is very similar, like taking a law degree, but not as intense. So I was having this exam the very next day. So at the time, we were actually trying to get more volunteers into the church, and people actually trying to commit, as you all know, Sandy and Father Brito, is kind of hard but mm-hmm. however we get them on board, you know, it's fine by us. So I literally mm-hmm. said to Elizabeth, I said, would you like to be full-time or part-time? Mm-hmm. And then I kind of showed her around. But I would probably admit, and she probably jokes about this all the time with everybody, that it probably wasn't the best initial, you know, kind of meeting between the two of us. Right, honey? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> this is Vince here, but you know what? It lasted a pretty long time, so we're going to continue yeah, it, the conversation. Coming up on the other side of our break, we invite everyone to please stick with us here as we continue our conversation on Built on the Rock. Throughout our nation and our world, people of all faiths have recently been joining fervently in all kinds of prayer. They have found that coming together in prayer is a source of comfort and strength. In this spirit of unity, the Archdiocese of Chicago has introduced a call to prayer, a telephone line dedicated to prayer. If you would like to join with another person in prayer, call 312-741-3388. This line is staffed from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily with parishioners from across the Archdiocese of Chicago. These volunteers are here to listen to you, offer support, and pray with you. A call to prayer includes a 24-hour voicemail and email options as well. Experience this wonderful opportunity to join with people just like you who trust in the power of prayer. That phone number again is 312-741-3388. Let's pray together today. Catholic Charities Celebration of Giving is underway and we need your help more than ever. Now in its 73rd year, the Celebration of Giving was started by a group of adoptive parents who wanted to buy gifts for children who had not yet been adopted. This wonderful idea spread at Catholic Charities and last year, 25,000 gifts were given to people who would otherwise have nothing to open Christmas Day. Our online partners make it easy to donate toys. Gift cards are so appreciated by teenagers too. Gather your friends, family, colleagues, and neighbors and join this huge, awesome outpouring of kindness that is filled with the spirit of Christmas. To learn more, visit catholiccharities.net slash celebration or call 312-655-7401. Thank you from everyone at Catholic Charities. 
everyone. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago Radio's program, Built on the Rock, where we take a deep look at how marriage relationships are uh, built through faith. And joining us this morning are Joe and Elizabeth from the Park Ridge area, and they were telling us how they met um, as ushers at church there. Uh, and Elizabeth, you were beginning your story there. That's correct. So, um, so originally I came from Germany, and um, when I started working for Michael Becker in Park Ridge, I was looking for a church family to join. And my boss back then went, was a member of St. Paul of the Cross, so that was for me the first parish to look into, and I got stuck with St. Paul of the Cross because of the very nice and sweet community that, that they are. Um, mm. So, yeah, being an usher and uh, being able to do something for the parish is always a nice thing. You know? So now, Elizabeth, you mentioned that you come from Germany, and I think uh, listeners can probably pick up a little bit of that with your beautiful accent, which makes me feel right at home, because my mother is from Germany. Um, and mm-hmm. as you know, we've, you, you've taught me a few, uh, a few lessons here and there along the way that I've been able to use with her. But I find that um, background so interesting, and I would like to know from you or Joe or both of you, how has that difference in culture and upbringing impacted your your relationship and your marriage? Has it posed certain challenges? Has it served to enhance it? Maybe maybe a little of both, but I'd, I'd be interested to hear about that. So, so, I'm sorry, go ahead, honey. No, no, go ahead, Joe. So I would probably say, for me, um, it, it was actually kind of a, a good thing because um, I was able to... Um, un, you know, learn something new as far as a different culture. You know, me born and bred here in Chicago, um, really have not visited too much as in relationship to Europe. I've been to Mexico, I've been to Canada, but I've never been over to Europe. Um, I found that very interesting, of course, um, that she was of German descent. And, of course, there's a little link. So my father was actually a German prisoner during World War II, and mm. just kind of that ironic thing that one of his sons would eventually marry a, a German citizen and me being wow. the one going back to visit my in-laws. And mm-hmm. I, I want to just say this, I, I am, I look forward to every year that I go back there because I just, I, I love it. Um, the historic nature of Germany, um, the culture, the people, they are fantastic. Yes, there is a language barrier because it is probably that little struggle in our marriage as far as just on my end. Um, of me learning that language um, and being able to communicate more, but um, yes, it's 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 wonderful. Joe, just on that language struggle you brought up, is that primarily when you're going back to Germany and meeting with Elizabeth's friends and the family, or is there even a struggle between you and Elizabeth in regards to that? Um, no struggle between her and yeah. I, I would say, yeah. um, other yeah. than when she's teaching me the language, um, <laughs> because of course I'm not enunciating the words properly. And that's our, just right. our little kind of jokingly thing back and forth. But I would agree with you, Sandy, that it, to me, even though um, when I go visit um, her family, um, it's it's really easy with them. Um, yes, I do mm-hmm. kind of feel that, you know, if I learn the language better, I would probably um, be able to, you know, like speak to other people in Germany. But they already know the language of English. Um, so, um, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's not a problem in my mind, so. Sure, and Elizabeth speaks the language so well, so you're really blessed there. 
Um, exactly. Elizabeth, how about for you coming to America? What kind of challenges um, maybe have you faced or that may have impacted your relationship coming from an entirely different part of the world and, and culture? So when I landed here in, in Chicago the very first time, I mean, uh, I literally was shocked how huge everything is. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, you land, you come into O'Hare Airport and... Um, I think when I was landing the first time here, that was when I thought, okay, what is going to happen if uh, no one is going to pick me up? How, how do I mm-hmm. find uh, around myself around or whatsoever? It's just such an enormous country over here. And a funny thing on the side, so pretty much the streets are straight over here and like a checkboard pattern. I get lost easy, easy over here. Back at home with the winding roads, I do way better, and I don't know why. <laughs> so that's a joke in between Joe and myself because he is Mr. Navigator. He always finds his way around everywhere, and I get lost here. <laughs> so You have a um, wonderful guide in Joe. Um, oh, absolutely. Were you going to say something, Joe? She just calls me Mr. GPS, that's all. Yes. Mr. GPS, oh. there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, before we run out of time on the show, which we always do way too early, I'd like to tee up the topic, and we'll probably have to pick this up after the next break, but I would love to explore the role of faith in both of your lives. Um, You've already explained to us how involved you both seem to be in the church, um, and how has that helped your married life, or has it posed any challenges in your married life? Um, I'd like to dive deeper into that. And we'll certainly do that, Sandy, right after the break. So we invite everyone to stay with us, and we'll continue to speak with Joe and Elizabeth. Thank you, everyone, for listening. nothing like having a friend to talk to when things are not going well. And in these challenging days, everyone has had moments when they are discouraged, sad, or worried. Catholic Charities wants you to know that we are here. If you or someone you know would like to share your concerns with a professional, call 312-948-6951 anytime, day or night, and you will be connected with an experienced counselor who will listen without judgment and offer compassionate, confidential advice that you can trust. That phone number again is 312-948-6951. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the Archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. Catholic churches respond as the need to feed the hungry surges in the COVID-19 pandemic. Pope Francis's new encyclical and the call for mutual respect for all cultures. And a local priest ready to run even when the Chicago Marathon is canceled. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100.
Welcome back, everybody, to Built on the Rock, the Archdiocese program that takes a look at faith and marriage. Our hosts today, Father Brito and Sandy, are speaking to Joe and Elizabeth about the importance of faith in their relationship. Right, Father Brito? Yes, that's what we're doing. And in fact, I was going to ask Elizabeth, because I know, Elizabeth, you came from a very faith-filled family. Maybe that was one reason that you found Joe in the church. <laughs> what do you think? That, that might be, or that probably is, is very true. I mean, faith always has been a part of my life. Yes, I did have my struggles in between with a couple of years where I did not go to church, but um, it was just a learning process for me that to understand that not God is doing bad things to me. It's just people within the, in, a, in a church that might be not um, the best, you know. But it's always mm -hmm. um, the people that bring you also back to the church. Um, so I always, so I basically I learned from it, uh, being with church, it, it kind of gives you the right ground for your life or the right basics to trust in everything what is happening in your life. And yeah, I'm pretty certain that um, the way I grew up with my dad being a deacon yes. and my mom always being involved in catechesis with teaching the children who would be going for First Holy Communion. Mm -hmm. um, and my sisters and myself, we were altar servers. Uh, we started right uh -huh. after First Holy Communion. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it always has been part of my life, and also my grandparents on my dad's side. Um, so my, the, my, the parents of my dad, they were both very involved with the church. Um, on my mom's side, my mom has two priest brothers, and, mm -hmm. yeah, so it's been always part of the family, but nevertheless... Um, the family gives you the good education, explains yes. you a lot, um, but you know, way within your faith that you have still to find by yourself. So, it's, yeah, great. So, how uh, has there been a challenge because of your different cultures? I mean, they are similar but also different. Uh, how have you adjusted to that? Have there been any difficulties, challenges, and how you overcame them? Um, I, I, sorry, honey, I'll just kind of kick in here. So I, Father Brito, I would, I would say that, um, you know, other than the language part, um, mm -hmm. you know, sorry, folks, our, our age difference is, is kind of, there's a 20 year difference, which, you know, mm -hmm. we, we have adjusted to that. I, I would probably say that Elizabeth has brought my faith actually to a higher level, um, mm -hmm. just because I was, you know, just that average Catholic, um, you know, taught individual um, to volunteer to help out, you know, a testament to my folks. Um, but until I actually met Elizabeth, then there came the Bible study, which helped me understand uh, mm -hmm. my faith more. Um, we are also volunteers at Adoration Chapel. Um, so that's, in my mind, that's a testament to her and where she's brought my level of understanding my relationship with God a lot more. Yeah. What what a beautiful thing to say about your spouse, right, Father Brito? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the beauty of a couple that builds their marriage on the rock, so they yeah. help each other to grow closer to God, to embrace their faith and grow in that. I mean, that's that's exactly what we are hoping people will do, right? Right. So I think we right. are I think we're almost coming to to the end of our show, I believe. I'm sure Vince can tell us that. Oh, we have a little bit more to talk about. 
I, I'm just I'm just interested in when did you know, Joe and Elizabeth, that your faith was bringing you closer together? Was it that you 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 sort of enjoyed each other's company and then you realized how important faith was to you, or did you notice how faithful you were first, and that's what sort of attracted you to one another? Mm. Yeah, yeah, Vince, for me, I would probably say what you said at the end there, that, you know, um, we have our own unique, you know, aspects of our faith, and definitely, again, for me, you know, it was, you know, sorry, that old cliche of, you know, how we look at our future mates, you know, we have that little checklist, you know, they Mm -hmm. need to be this or that or this. And, and for me, of course, someone that, um, you know, was Catholic was, was a definite for me. And, and having someone, especially with, you know, my in-laws and, and herself, you know, having, you know, already exceeded in my mind that her face is, is definitely numero uno. Um, that was, you know, the number one thing for me, you know, other than herself, her beauty, you know, her talents. Um, Mm Because we are complete opposites, believe it or not. (laughs) Um, You know, but other than that, um, yes. Um, I always remember. It was our faith. I remember when my parents uh, asked me um, about, I was living in a different city, and I told them, you know, I think I'm going to get engaged to this young lady I've been dating. And they said, is she Italian? And I said, (laughs) said, no, but she's Catholic. And that sort of put their, (laughs) that set their minds at ease. Exactly. I totally agree. And it, well, do do you fi- do you find that th- that your faith together is there? I mean, without getting too personal, is there a storm that you've weathered together because of your faith that that maybe can encourage other couples to sort of um, see things through your point of view? It might help others listening, and that's in a particular moment. What What do you so, think, honey? So I would think um, when basically both of your parents were passing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that especially um, Adoration Chapel, I gave us the chance to, yeah, have an hour with God together, and just just getting grounded and and um, finding basis again. Yes, I would I would totally agree with that. Yes. Well, well, you know, it's it's you know outside of the Catholic faith, you know, there are so many people who are told, oh, well, if you practice yoga together, it's also mm-hmm. a form of of meditating. And I think sometimes we as Catholics forget to say, but you can pray together as a couple. Mm-hmm. You can, and, and, and there is something quite peaceful, uh, and there's also something inspiring in those moments, too, when you pray as a family. Yes, Michael, I, I totally agree. And, and besides what my wife already mentioned about adoration, I think Bible study is been a great deal because, you know, just how Bible study works at St. Paul the Cross with, you know, the learning aspects and and there's this question and answers things that we do, you know, we kind of, we, we go back and forth together, um, and she's helped me a great deal of, like I said before, of just understanding the Lord and mm-hmm. His message. That I find Father, interesting. Father. Was there a, a, a moment when your the faith of your spouse is what helped you find your faith? But nevertheless, I mean, it's each of us adding to the entire picture because everyone has a different different um, perspective of looking onto something. So it's from both parties, I would say. It's, it's, it's growing from both sides. It's growing together, and it's um, gaining a new picture, you know? I mean, I've found in my, in my own life there have been times when, um, you know, I know I was feeling uh, lost in a moment, and it was seeing my wife's faith what is what helped me find 
my peace and, and my courage and my ability to, uh, again, be speaking with, with God and to, to surmount whatever hurdle presented itself at that moment. Correct. Well, it's, you know, I have to say, Joan Elizabeth, it's been lovely hearing your story here this morning. We want to thank you so very much for joining yes, us. Yes, thank you for being here. It's very inspiring. And Father Brito and Sandy, we appreciate that uh, you have uh, brought all of us together. You're, you're our rock. Let's just say it that way, <laughs> how you brought us together. Oh, you're too kind. Vince, thank you for being our guest <laughs> yeah, host today and helping us work through the logistics of all of this. Christmas. And thanks again to Elizabeth and Joe Don't for forget to us. go to Christmas Mass. If you cannot go, at least watch it on screen. But make yeah. it a church experience. Those are great. Christmas best. Those are great words, Father Brito and Sandy. Thanks so much for joining us today for Built on the Rock. I'm Vince Girasoli, and thank you for listening to Catholic Chicago Radio. Merry Christmas, everyone. Bye.